Hola Miguel, buenos días. Buenos días. <laughs> I see your Spanish is improving. Uh, ¿Cómo estás? Ya lo sabes. <laughs> ya lo sabes, sí. Estoy muy bien. ¿Y tú qué, qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Estoy bien. Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting wait, wait, wait. ideas. Wait. Can we do that again? Yeah. Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is El Podcast. <laughs> a sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books read I want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. O lo que sea. That's pretty good. All right. So you came back from Panama. Yeah. Yeah. Just tonight. I came back home. Uh, I mean, I actually landed on, on Saturday in, in Poland, but my <laughs> just the logistics of getting to and from Panama were kind of tricky. Uh, when I was doing the thing with America and Florida this year, which was super complicated, <laughs> I yeah. was like, I'm never doing this again. But three months later, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to do these things again unless you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess it was kind of too late because the the main plane tickets were already purchased um, in March. So before I learned my lesson from the US trip. And so then there was nothing else to do but to kind of work with it because the the plane tickets were from Dublin to Frankfurt to Panama City and then back the same route. So we had to get to Dublin. <laughs> Yeah, it makes perfect sense to go from Poland to Dublin first and then to go to Frankfurt. I think it makes yeah, yes. total sense, yeah. Yeah, right. so we took a bus from Torun to Berlin, then from Berlin to Dublin. We went to do some Irish pubs, got back on the airport, slept on the airport, flew at 5 a.m. from Dublin to Frankfurt, because that makes sense, yeah. and then on to Panama. We were foolish enough when we were ordering the tickets, we were like, ah... You know, we don't care about the Dublin-Frankfurt flight. We'll just skip the first leg and and uh, board in Frankfurt. But then someone, thankfully, um, uh, <laughs> made us realize that that you that you don't that you can't do that. No, and, it's not how things work. No, no, mm. no. We would be so screwed if we if we learned that <laughs> on <And> the day. <laughs> no, I mean you would just just wouldn't board to Panama. <laughs> that would yeah. be the problem. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but hey, it was cheap. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, uh, how was like, how was your experience of you know Panama, which is I assume a little bit different than the USA. A little different uh, from USA, a little different from um, from Poland or most of Europe. And you just went to Spain for a conference, so you can compare also Panama to Spain. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Uh, so so speaking about that, I just spent three weeks in Spanish speaking countries, and so I have this really weird urge to uh, this inexplicable urge to learn Spanish. It'll probably pass. It'll pretty much already pass. But, but you know, you should, it, man. You should. Um, so nah. you should learn Spanish. It's it's useful. <laughs> but actually, that's actually a new experience because I, I've never been in a in a country that's not English speaking and that's not a touristy place where you can pretty much get on. You know, get about with English fine uh, for for such a long time. So I I, I was never surrounded with you know, every day for almost three weeks with another language that I, I don't know. Um, so over over those three weeks, I went from uh, 
you know, knowing like five words and a few swear words from Narcos to knowing, you know, a, a few basic phrases and enough words to like um, ask for direction, ask about the price, ask if this is the place or understand most of the numerals so that when people are, are answering me, I can understand. Yeah. Um, I downloaded uh, Duolingo on my phone and play with it for one day and then forgot. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you use any apps for that? I mean, any, any apps to, yeah, to help you translate things or something like that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Google Translate is is great. And actually, my friend made me realize that uh, you can download the diction the 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 dictionary offline, and mm-hmm. it, it's not as good as when 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 it's online. But then you know, in any situation, even if you're if you don't have connection. Uh, in some faraway country or on an island which doesn't have yeah, any, any connection, <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can translate some f- you know simple words or phrases. Okay, okay. So what did you do? What, I mean, what did you do? So you landed in Panama, and then what? Uh, so it was actually the one of the cool things about the trip was it was like three different um, kind of um, three very different things. So there was the the city we spent uh, the entire first full day. And a little bit of you know the day after uh, flying in and and half a day before flying out in Panama City, which is you know a, a big city, uh, fairly modern though also kind of wild in in some ways. Uh, so there was that. There was a few days on San Blas Islands, which is on the on the Caribbean Sea. Uh, uh-huh. So you know a lot of sun. I got so sunburned. Why why was I so stupid? Uh, yeah, my skin is flaking off right now, but it was fun, uh, and, and it was kind of cool. You know, you're you're on on these. There's like 300 tiny islands. On our island, it was like 100 meters in diameter. There was just a, a few basic um, huts, pretty much. Uh, uh-huh. We slept in a in a like a bamboo cabin. Nice for for two nights. There's pretty much nothing there, and it's not the touristy season because it's it's still rainy season in Panama. So there's like five other tourists in there, <laughs> none of whom spoke English very well. Okay. But it was just like very chill, very nice, very warm. Uh, we did a lot of like um, motorboats trips to other um, islands and just uh, did a lot of snorkeling, you know, looking at uh, the coral reef. Um, And actually, amazingly, some of the time, there was a super slow edge connection uh, reaching from the the continent on the island Uh where there's nothing, where there's just enough electricity to power like five LED bulbs and nothing else. Uh, so there's that for a few days, and then we were in um, in the jungle slash the mountains in um, Boquete, on the mm-hmm. other side of the country, where uh, it's it's much more higher up. It's much more foggy, even more rainy. Uh, it's it's a bit colder. It's it's not as it's not as hot, but it's still you know super humid, like ninety percent humid, which is yeah, which is quite tiring. Um, and we did a lot of hiking. We walked up uh, Volcan Baru, which is the highest peak of Panama. It's 3,500 meters above sea level. Nice. So that took us 11 hours to climb up and down. And on the very peak, when where there's you know no 
trees around you, no no mountain, no nothing. Just like you know, you're you're above the clouds. It's the 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 air is so thin. It's like mm-hmm. um, it's two thirds the the pressure of of sea pre- of you know sea level pressure. So there's yeah. you know one third less oxygen to breathe, and you can really feel that. I and to climb to the very very top, um, you have to extremely carefully walk up some uh, rocks. Uh, m- most of the route is, is 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 very easy, just long, but the very top is like you have to be careful, and you can sense that you're not you know you don't feel the same. You're you're we you feel just weaker. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so that was, that was kind of crazy, uh, but a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, and, um, they also grow coffee in Boqueta and oh, yeah. I, I had, you know, some of a, a few of the, the best cups of coffee I've ever had in Panama mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's cool stuff. Like, uh, we did zip lining. Uh, so like in, in a, in a little valley between like, um, you know, uh, hills, yeah. th- th- there was like 13, uh, zip lines. So uh-huh. you, so you have this, this harness on you that you, you, you put on the line and you just roll down to the next station. Right. Whoa. And it, it takes like, um, I mean, it was in a group, so it was slower, but it, it took us like, uh, one and a half hours. There's 13 stations. And because you're going from kind of hill to hill and underneath there's like, you know, you see like 50 meters or more underneath you, just nothing, right? Just um, far away trees and rapids, and and like even further away, you can see the the the, the tall mountains, and you're just you know above it, and <laughs> thank and hopefully uh, <laughs> strapped in very well because yeah, it, it's a long way to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was fun yeah so yeah so it was fun uh quite exhausting but also not as much as i would think uh as i mentioned i'm i'm not jet lagged at, at all um and there's seven hours difference so yeah so uh, with the with for example with the islands the first with the first part uh, so mm-hmm. did you rent the the motorboats or they, they were just there so you could just you know uh, uh, take them or there were there was a driver there and you just had to tell them to to to, to ride you there or something how, how how did it work okay so that was the only thing that we didn't organize ourselves but we we um it was kind of an organized tour ah, okay uh, because the, the the thing about it is that the the sandblast islands and a a strip of land of mountains along the, the the shore on that that part of the country is controlled by the the indigenous people there okay which are you know pretty much working independently of the of the panama uh, government and mm-hmm. only they can work there so uh if if we had um like if if we knew how to how to contact them then we could probably do it much much cheaper and and whatnot. But we just like paid some um, some uh, travel company whatever uh, uh-huh. to organize it. And so there's a driver picking us up, a, a Gunayala driver, uh, you know. And then for four hours going from Panama City to to the port, which is mm-hmm. not a long way, but you have to cross a mountain range. So you go from from zero meters above sea level. 
uh, and then up and down and up and down and up and down and you want to puke all the way and then down to the port and then we were handed off to some other uh, people who kind of drove us to the island and then on the islands they they kind of uh, took care of us they they give us the the cabin they they give us um, like really amazing food actually like really fresh seafood that they they uh, they caught themselves like like wow. some of the the best fish I had, um, octopus, um, mm-hmm. some weird seafood that I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> I'm still not sure what it is, but it was amazing. And <laughs> and then they they would they would um, you know kind of uh, find us on an, on an, on the island, which was not difficult to yeah. kind of get us on on a trip to one place or another. And like the the cool thing about that that um, that whole uh, kind of stretch of of um, of islands is that the the water in most of these places is, is super shallow. So there are some spots, and we're taken to one of those spots, where you pretty much have an island sort of below the water level. So we would kind of uh, ride on a boat to a spot in the middle of nothing, and we would get off, and we would just like stand on, on the sand, like half a me- like r- the water reaching to... Uh, to our knees or something and just okay. swim around and uh, watch starfish and coral reef and then get back and do some more <laughs> nice yeah and nice. I, I i mean even in the usa there are there are things like there are uh, places where the the indians for example they are um controlling these places mm. so for example the antelope uh, canyon i remember mm-hmm. when we visited it it's also you have to get an organized trip. You cannot just go there on your own. There is a, you have to get an organized trip. They yeah. and they, they drive you there. They, they they explain you the thing and then they just drive you back. So, yeah. So I, I I understand that. Yeah. And the snorkeling equipment they gave you one. To, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Ta- yeah, yeah. They 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 had some some. I mean, we yeah, we cool. were packing super lightly. Uh, so I packed for the whole thirteen day trip in my backpack. Mm-hmm. And you know my my backpack. It's it's a regular sized backpack. It's it's not like a one of those massive travel backpacks. So did you take did you take the iPad with you or not? No, no just no. my iPhone. Okay. It was iPhone That's only. That. Yeah. Okay. Good. For thirteen days. Yeah. yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's that that's my biggest achievement of of the art of packing. My my previous record was uh, ten days. Uh, but I also had a, a, like pretty much all of my equipment. I have my Mac, my iPad, mm. my microphone, everything. Mm-hmm. When I was in uh, Wrocław, Prague, and Warsaw, um, yeah. and, and here, you know, I didn't have all of those stuff. It was mostly clothes. But but still, like everyone was was shocked. Like, <laughs> wait, you're going to travel in that? Just like, yeah. <laughs> what you you think I can do that? I can do that. <laughs> of course I can. Uh, but it 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 took some. <laughs> Some some clarity. We we can get back to that. No, I mean let no let's 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 dig into this. So so did you do some like, like washing like hand washing or there were some washing machines or like how how did you manage all the, I mean and dry things? Of course it was warm, mm-hmm. but it's humid. So it's when it's humid, yeah. it doesn't dry so fast. Yeah. So um, when we were going, we weren't quite sure how to do this. Uh, <laughs> uh, we thought, okay, we'll improvise. Uh, there's a lot of it. Just like that trip was a lot of preparation. And I mean a lot, a lot of research and preparation and booking things because pretty much everything we, we, we figured out on our own, like we didn't want to, to pay extra to some people to take us with some group, like we wanted to do it on our own. 
uh, as okay. much as, as we could and also to do it on, on the cheap uh, as much mm-hmm. as we could. Um, but but still, <laughs> it, it took so much time that there were still some, some things kind of not figured out. Uh, but w- with packing, the, 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 the most important tip about packing lightly is pack for no more than one week. Like clothes take uh, the most space. And yeah. if you pack um, like only only the clothes that you really need, you know, no, you know, thinking about crazy scenarios that are not going to happen anyway, just like the stuff you actually need and only for a week. And then if you're for more than a week, then you, you know, you do laundry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when we were staying for three days in Boqueta, we kind of asked the locals if there's some, um, some place where where uh, where do they do laundry and someone pointed us to one and so um you know with with the help of, of google translate we we uh you know we we spoke to to to, to the guy at at the the laundry place who spoke absolutely zero uh english and he did uh, you know laundry and drying for like three dollars fifty or something so oh, nice. and that's split in two so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so it was really not a problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for example, we are we're traveling next week for the Nusby reunion, and I'm always thinking, you know, what to pack in order not to pack too many things, you mm-hmm. know. And and it's um, I think I think it takes uh, it takes skill. So like you have to just keep pushing yourself, you know, to yeah, pack less exactly. and less, and w- like you cannot go from you know packing two bags to suddenly going on a backpack. You have to mm-hmm. just you know keep you know. Trimming things, you know, trimming things uh, to to have them less and less, and then eventually you arrive there. Like, yeah. like for example, um, uh, I I I was just uh, just over last weekend. I was re- again uh, trying to analyze all the gadgets that I always have to take, like all the you know, uh, for example, all the cables that I always take, cables mm-hmm. and 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 you know, dongles and all these things, and um, and I managed to to again review them and squeeze less of them and have my for example my other microphone with me so that we can record the podcast and um so so there was uh, one thing but second thing also uh clothes uh, yeah. figure out you know which clothes for example um i prefer to take more of the uh, kind of um you know uh, uh sporty clothes like sporty t-shirts because mm-hmm. they are uh, not uh, cotton so they dry very quickly mm-hmm. and uh, and also i have this kind of uh, um uh, you know other clothes uh, for, like, like this and recently what is covered i i bought new balance shoes for running yeah which are completely black yeah. completely black so they are really professional i yeah. mean professional they're really com- good running shoes not you know walking shoes running shoes but they're completely black so they you they, they look like normal you know shoes they don't stand out so they can be used yeah. you know for me to go to like to a like a restaurant like not a fancy restaurant but a restaurant or mm-hmm. any other place i don't look ridiculous with you know uh, um, orange <laughs> and blue <laughs> shoes yeah and 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 then on the other hand i can still use these shoes to go on a run in, in the morning you know and and this way i just take i have one pair of shoes and i have them on me so i don't have to pack them anymore you know yeah the the feeling like you have to take extra shoes is like that like completely destroys the possibility of of going with, with a backpack shoes take exactly. up a lot of space and and you're right the, the problem with running shoes is they're they're all completely hideous oh uh, yes so hideous <laughs> and so th- there, there was a, a few a few trips where i would i would go in my running shoes as my only pair of shoes because i i thought okay there, there's a good possibility i'll, I'll i'd be uh, run. I'd want to go for a run, so I need my running shoes. 
but I can't take any other shoes. I have to be in, in those hideous shoes, right? And so yeah. I, I did the exact thing. I, I got some, uh, actually also New Balance shoes, which are um, not my, my, my best running shoes, but they're fine for running. Like it, I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't normally use them at home for running, but if I'm traveling, they're fine yeah, for running. It. And they're great exactly. for walking a lot. And they also, exactly, are also completely back. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and as for pushing yourself, it, you know, first of all, um, practice makes perfect. Uh, I can mm-hmm. see myself also pushing further and further over time and learning to, to, uh, be in more and more minimalist without actually, you know, skipping anything that that's important. Uh, it helps to, to have a, a checklist, a template. Um, I, I have my, my packing checklist as a template in Nosby. And after every trip, after every trip, I, I review it and I, add things to it or, or remove things from it and kind of try to optimize it more and more, right? So before every trip, I make a new project for packing and I, I, I go through it. I immediately check off the things that I'm not going to take. Like the, the mm-hmm. checklist is like complete uh, list of things that for some trips I'll be packing, but for others not, like my Mac, my iPad, etc. So I remove things that I'm not going to bring on, on that trip. And then I don't actually check off anything as I'm packing. I just review it one by one so that when I'm packing before going home, I can also review it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the most important thing is, is, is how to pack, pack your clothes because those tend to take up the most space. So again, don't, don't bring mm, extra stuff you, you, you don't actually need. Like pants, long pants, uh, take up a, a, a lot of space. So, uh, if if I can, I will like depending on the weather and whatnot. I would only bring one pair of long pants on me as I'm traveling, and then shorts. I, I would pack kind of as as a backup or, or or if it's warm, right? Because if I'm going to pack both, it's going to take up a lot of space. And if I'm going to bring both, then I would um, uh, then I would wear the 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 comfy uh, pants, which are. More, more comfy for for traveling, and then I would pack jeans which take up less space into the bag, right? And and so um, the way I would do it, um, I, I I don't know the the name of, of those things, but but you you know those those bags. Actually, we had one with uh, with the Nosby logo, like one of those bags which which is just like yeah, two, yeah. Mm-hmm. two layers of 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 canvas and and just and these kind of lines so that you can. Uh, Pull them together to kind of close the bag, and you can, you know, put. Where is the same backpack? A kind of backpack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what what I do is I will I will stack my clothes one on top top of the other in the size of that bag, and I will okay. um, put it in that bag, and then squeeze the bag, and 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 the the thing is that there's a few advantages to that. Like first of all, if you're packing in a backpack. It's very difficult to lay your clothes inside a backpack efficiently exactly. because yeah. it's like you have to go down. And this way you're, you're packing them vertically, one on top of the other. You're putting them in, in a bag, you're squeezing the bag. And especially you, uh, like the more clothes you have, the, the tighter the squeeze is. So it like really squeezes a lot of the air, even though it's not like it's not one of those crazy things where you pump out air or anything. Yeah. And then you can easily just slide it into the backpack. And then the mm-hmm. awesome thing about it is that if it turns out that you don't have enough space, because for example, you're coming back with more stuff, like mm-hmm. if you buy some stuff and you're coming back with more, then you can um, take it 
outside of the bag, put um, like like take take the bag instead of the the backpack, put your stuff in in a backpack, and then you can put that that bag of clothes on your back, underneath the backpack because the the lines are so long, at least on the ones I have, that it lies underneath pretty much underneath the backpack anyway. So I, okay. I can mm-hmm. you know not like. It's not the most comfortable, but it's fine. Like I can wear the the bag of clothes and my backpack, and mm-hmm. then if I need to, for example, on on the plane, I can I can then instead of putting my my backpack and underneath my seat, uh, I can put it as my kind of carry on luggage, and then the small bag uh, put it un- un- underneath the the seat in front of me on the plane, right? So so that way I, I can pack very efficiently, um, and then all of the 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 toiletries I, I have like you know small small toothpaste uh, yeah, small yeah. everything packed in a really small uh, bag um, which just fits like perfectly in my backpack next to the the Bose headphones um, mm-hmm. thing uh, so yeah nice neatly done yeah yeah so uh, yeah I think we we just over overdo these 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 things with you know we will wear that and the other thing and we need that and the other thing we should really like as i said keep revising after each trip and really seeing what we what did we wear you know uh, i remember that when we went to the to the silicon valley where for the for the um uh, wwdc conference um i bought there a nice nice pair of pants which is which is out of material looks a little bit like um like sports pants but it's not sports pants but it's so comfortable and now <laughs> this is my now this is my go-to pants if whenever i travel you know so it's it's and it's you know it's uh it's light it's um you know comfortable and uh yeah and and the good tip with the, with the jeans and the jeans you should pack if, if you really need them yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 um and then uh, two more things i i i, I recalled uh one is um i needed to bring a towel with me because of the trip to the islands, right? I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't get a, a towel there, and, and I was like, okay, that's that's a problem because towels take up a lot of space. Oh yes, a lot of space. So the initial plan was to not take a towel and then buy it in Panama City uh, and just like only do the 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 one day of traveling with that extra thing, but not have to carry it around the world with me. Uh, but then, but then. Um, I um, but then someone suggested to me that there are those those you know fancy high tech new towels, yeah, which microfiber, are, yeah, so microfiber thing, which, which are of this like super thin material, and it it feels really weird on your skin as you're drying yourself, but it works just fine um, to dry yourself or just just to to lie on on something on on, on the beach, and it dries super quickly because it's super thin, and. When you fold it, it's just incredible. Yeah, it's how, really small. How small it is. And then an- another thing uh, was the 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 jacket. Like, I you know, Panama in September can be rainy, really rainy. Um, but like, how do I bring a, a, a jacket with me? Again, jackets take up a lot of space. So I um I I got one one of those sort of Brain coats mm-hmm. from Decathlon, yeah, which is which is just of a of a very thin kind of plastic-ish material, yeah, uh, not not fabric, mm-hmm. and 
again, it's kind of difficult to fold, but when it folds, it's super small. It takes up zero space. And it's not it's not the the nicest uh jacket, but it's just something I would I would put on when it rains. And thankfully it's not another one of those like like with the the running shoes, one of those sporty hideous things. It's just completely black. And so yeah. like if if you weren't paying attention, it just looks like a normal jacket, but it's like super small. Yeah, it's 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 good to invest in the in the, in these things. Like I always assumed that I would never um I mean, because of nature of our work, because we don't have an office and because I don't do really very businessy meetings, um, I normally don't take um, uh, shirts with me, you know, mm. uh, and but if if I have to travel and there and there is there is supposed to be a business meeting, which I really rarely do now, but let's say I do, or for example, there is a conference and I should and I want to look, look a little bit fancier than just uh, my normal self. Um, I usually, I usually, uh, no, I usually still use polo shirts. And and mm. and if I have a shirt, I have one non-iron shirt. And I just, I just realized I just found that there was an ad on Instagram. Actually, the Instagrams <laughs> ads are pretty interesting because they 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 give you lots of you know, s- smart gadgets there or mm. something like that. And there was a, there was a sh- an, an ad for a shirt that looks like a you know normal fancy shirt, but has all this all these features that is you know um, it, uh, uh, it doesn't you don't you don't see the sweat it doesn't um, uh, like you can you know spill things on over it and it's you know it it, it, it cleans so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get one of these shirts um, and see how they perform to have just like a shirt that you know that can be folded easily that when you unfold it it there like you don't have to iron it mm-hmm. um so um you know right now i think we live in a good time that there are so many cool materials that uh, are really really uh yeah just yeah. very useful yeah yeah um and then um speaking about that um one another challenge was how to how to pack for all of the range of temperatures that I'm going to encounter. Because yeah. when we're leaving Poland and we when we would be going back, it would be about 10 degrees. It turned out it was actually warmer. It was really nice uh, Saturday, Sunday, but I didn't know that, right? I, I expect, and you wouldn't know that. I, w- mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also knew that on top of Vulcan Baru, it would also be 10 degrees, right? Mm-hmm. But for most of the trip, it would be about 30 degrees Celsius. So I would need warm clothes but how do I do that, right? Like, it, if I'm traveling when it's cold, then it's no problem because I just have the extra layers on me. But if I have to pack them and carry them around on me for two weeks while it's super hot, how do I do that, right? And so my solution for that was I I have one of those um, long-sleeved, kind of very tight... Um, uh, shirts from from Decathlon as well, uh, which is of of this of this material which uh, really helps you stay warm. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure how, how it's called, whatever. But it's 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 very it's very warm, and when it's folded, it's small, right? It's really small. It's just an, another shirt. And then I had um, a long sleeved shirt on top of that, mm-hmm. and then I brought with me the the thinnest. Um, hoodie that I have, which is the the Nosby logo hoodie, yeah, which is mm-hmm. not a super great hoodie, but it's thin, right? So exactly. again, with some clever um, folding, I, I could I could fit it on top of the other things in in the backpack. So when I had those three layers, uh, even in ten degrees, it was very comfortably warm. Yeah, that's a good trick. Yeah, that's a good yeah. trick. 
mm-hmm. and, and so you know I had to think about it for for for, for a minute. But but again, like it, it takes some 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 cleverness um, and you know three layers instead of two warmer layers and modern materials, and then you can like really pack really lightly and and still not freeze. <laughs> But it's a good tip anyway. I mean, to when you travel, to to think about the, the, the several layers of, of clothing, like you know, mm-hmm. to pack the, I mean, to to wear the onion style, you know, like yeah, the, yeah. the different layers, because then you're you're more flexible. So like, if it's if it's a little bit warmer, it's like 13 degrees or 14 degrees, you can remove one of the layers, but still have the two other layers and still be warm, instead of just you know, uh, uh, zero one situation where you either cold or you're just warm. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's why I was su- I was surprised to see your photo on Instagram, you know, on top of the you know volcano with the Nosby hoodie. <laughs> yeah, it's pre- I'm pretty sure that was, that was the the first Nosby hoodie and the, the Nosby bag on top of Volcan Baru. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about jet lag. Yeah. So, so I, how I did was, you beat that? I was very pleasantly uh, surprised that I had zero problem with jet lag, which is even know, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I. This is my fourth um, uh, transatlantic trip, and I think this is the best one yet in terms of how well I, I took the, uh, the time difference. Mm-hmm. So going there, um, I think our clocks went just completely bonkers because of the fact that we were sleeping sort of on the Dublin airport, and then so uh, I, yes. we were already like completely uncalibrated because of the two-day trip uh, to Panama. Mm -hmm. So when we got there by the evening, we were super tired anyway. And so we just went to sleep and we woke up quite normally. um, I don't remember, maybe 7, 8, 9 a.m. And that's it, right? So that's fine. And then uh, coming back, um, um, it's it's worth doing a a tiny bit of preparation to, um, to... to re- reduce jet lag. So going back, we would be traveling east and the time difference is again seven hours, right? So the yep. last day on the last night in Panama, we uh, we went to sleep a little early and we mm-hmm. woke up uh, very early. We we're uh, supposed to wake up at five. We woke up at six, which is still super early for me. So mm-hmm. it's already closer to, to my normal t- time zone, right? Because normally we'd mm-hmm. be waking up eight, nine, and like five, six would be 12, 1 p.m. in Poland. And I normally mm-hmm. wake up at eight or nine, right? Yeah. Um, and so we would wake up early and we wouldn't sleep too much. We would only sleep like six hours, mm-hmm. uh, which is less than normal. So that at the end of the day, we're kind of tired. Mm-hmm. And so we, we got to the airport. We, um, we boarded the plane around 7 p.m., which would be 2 a.m. in Poland. And yeah. now the 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 important uh, tip when kind of trying to combat jet lag in in any direction is that once you board the plane and take off, you manually change the time zone on your devices to the destination time zone so that you're yeah. already aware yeah. of the time as it's going to be. Yeah. So we boarded the airplane, and to us it was already two a.m. Right. Mm-hmm. So we um, you know we. Uh, Watched some narcos, uh, uh, ate ate the, the the dinner, and around four a.m. Polish time, mm-hmm. uh, we went to sleep. And amazingly, I've never slept so well on a plane. I I, I fell asleep. You know, again, uh, noise canceling headphones very helpful. Yeah. 
and I slept pretty much without without waking up for six hours. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, 4 a.m. is late in in Poland to yeah uh, to go to sleep, but still kind of early in in Panama. But because we didn't sleep too much the previous night, it was quite easy to to fall asleep because I had those canceling headphones and we were at the you know pretty much at the front of the plane, far away from the engines. It, it wasn't too loud. Uh, it was quite comfortable, and it's Lufthansa, so a bit better seats than most planes. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of try try to uh, sort of um, you know recline on 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 the seat and try to fall asleep, and then when we arrived um, in in Poland, um, I went to sleep around one a.m. and I woke up at eight and I felt fine. So like like going back east, there there's two days which are shorter, which are compressed. Yeah. So. You like first of all trying to gradually like push back the, the the time is helpful, and then it's helpful to sleep a bit less than normal so that you're kind of tired, and then but but and also not too much because those are two days which are shorter than than they should be, and so mm-hmm. if you sleep too much, then you won't be able to fall asleep on a normal time at your destination. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a, it's a good one, especially I like the, the the tip of of you know the night before going earlier to sleep and waking up early. Yeah, this is a good one. This, I I've never done that, it's, so it's 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 a good one to to, to try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the noise he- cancelling headphones. Did you put any music there, or what did you put there, or did we just we just had them on without anything? Uh, I have a playlist called Chill, which has oh, okay. um, chill songs, I guess, and mm-hmm. I I played it. Um, uh, on a low volume, okay. So okay. that you know, I, it, I, I don't really, you know, it's 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 not loud. It it doesn't make it harder to fall asleep, but just also, dr- but still drowns out the the noises of uh, people on yeah, the yeah. plane and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I woke up and um, it wasn't there because the battery uh, ran out. That's actually that's actually one thing that I was stupid enough not to pack. And I will revise my checklist to make sure it doesn't happen again, which is um, uh, the the cool thing about the Apple chargers, the mm-hmm. except for the iPhone charger, is that they have um, uh, kind of the, the modular system for plugging t- to the wall, right? And I was like, okay, in Panama, they have US style adapters. So I just took off the, the European one and I plugged in the US one because I have one for some yeah. reason, not not remember why. And I forgot to still pack the Euro- the European one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when I I I got back to Poland, I had to manage my battery very carefully and charge wherever I could. Uh I I have a a, a power bank, you know, I have a a battery, but you still have to charge that and it charges really slowly. So that was a problem. Um there's also the the Dublin airport, which has a, a third uh, style of uh, wall mm-hmm. adapter, but I didn't have that. But but that was fine. Yeah, and and but also by the way, like if you're doing any traveling, you really have to have a a a battery, an an, an external battery, because um, especially when traveling, when 
on a train or something like batteries drain out much quicker than than usual and you don't always have access to uh to to a wall a so mm-hmm. yeah to a power outlet so definitely have a, a a battery with you and all of the cables that that you might need for that yeah yeah i um i just uh i just bought a very nice uh, uh self retracting tech cable so it mm-hmm. just goes like this and it has it has a very smart connector, which is both Lightning and micro USB. Ah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very smart. And then, yeah, I have a big power bank. And this big power bank is really good. I can charge an iPad and an iPhone with that. And it, it, so it's, it's, really, it's really useful. Because I normally don't use it that much, but when I need it, I got it. So it's, yeah. it's really cool. When I, when I, um, one thing I, I would like to, to, to have, but I, I couldn't find quite what I, what I want, is a slightly larger but still compact um, power brick, which has multiple USB-C uh, or USB and USB-A and, and USB-C um, uh, ports. Because yeah. when I'm traveling with with a full stack of devices, there's a lot of stuff to charge, and yeah. having to have multiple chargers or having to do this crazy thing where you charge your macbook and then from your macbook you charge other things it's just like quite quite really annoying right it would be better to have one brick which is powerful enough to um to to charge all of those doesn't have to be you know the 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 giant 87 watt brick to to charge the the macbook pro 15 inch but maybe a smaller one but larger than the 12 watt uh small ipad charger with like multiple parts so that it's easier to to connect and charge all of those things, and of course the the future uh, is in in the 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 chi uh, yeah. wireless chargers everywhere, but we're not there yet. So we have to no. we have to manage the charging on our own, and it's annoying. Yeah. So overall, the trip was you happy? Yeah, I am. Uh, but. <laughs> um, there were so many instances on the trip where we we did something stupid. We we screwed something up, and we we're like, okay, that's that's a lesson to learn in the future. Just a lot of mistakes, small and 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 big. Uh, just you know, just mostly a lot of small things. So, you know, you you learn on trips like that, like how to how to do it better in in, in the future. Um, yeah. Of of the big mistakes, like the going Torun, Berlin, Dublin, Frankfurt, Panama, and then Panama. Frankfurt, Krakow, Torun is pretty crazy. So uh, trying to get better logistics ne- next time would be great. Um, do that. That can be uh, more expensive also. Um, that's one thing. Also, um, there's this whole marathon of traveling for me. The, the mm-hmm. last uh, five weeks was four different trips. And in all of September, I've been at home three full days three full mm-hmm. days so uh it's, it's been a bit, a bit exhausting and on on this trip to panama i, I couldn't really feel it a- anymore but on the previous trips i could really feel that i can't fully appreciate the trip because i i i'm already thinking about the next trip i'm thinking of panama of preparing for that and mm-hmm. it, it just it it was very draining like it would be very useful to have at least a few days like few good days or a week between those trips but it just so happened that there were two conferences uh, one next to each other there was this trip which was already kind of booked 
half a year in advance and then something else came up. And so it was kind of inevitable, but uh, I, you know, at the beginning of the year, there was pretty, pretty much six months where I was staying at home and it would be just so much better if I had the number of, of trips I had over the year, but kind of more spread out, more spread yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And then in, in one week we were traveling again because we have Trans Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But but that that's easy. That's easy. Mm, yeah. Though I have to make the presentation. Yeah, but for the, trip. the rest will be taken care of. The the food, the yeah, shelter, yeah, everything yeah. else will be taken care of. Yeah, even it, the, it's the, true. The cool stuff. Uh, one more thing, um, I, I would I would note about Panama. Everybody uses WhatsApp. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was quite shocking to me. Like I, I know that WhatsApp is very popular in, in a lot of places. Um, you know, everybody uses WhatsApp except in Poland, where no one uses WhatsApp. Yeah. But the a scene that really shocked me was um, we were going to the the island, the Sandlas Islands, and we boarded the the small motorboat in in the port, and there was this old lady, like I don't know. 60 something year old um you know lady gunayala in, in you know the of the indigenous people of the region in the traditional dress and she was sitting in front of me and she had a different carrier than me so throughout the i don't know 50 kilometer trip on uh, you know towards the ocean she was constantly on her phone chatting through whatsapp with people mm-hmm. and 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 you know, there wasn't an exception, like everybody did that. And and the, the thing that amazed me the most is that all of the businesses use WhatsApp. It's not just yeah. people, but yeah. it's a thing that businesses use. So we, we had this this um, this coffee tour in in, in, in Boquete and, and there was a, a phone number on the website, but we're like, wait a second, that's not how you do things here. We're not going to call that number. We're going to punch it in in WhatsApp. And obviously, it was there. And so instead of calling to ask a question, we just wrote to the the, the coffee place. And they replied, mm-hmm. and then we, we made a reservation and whatnot, went back and forth. And when uh, there was something with the uh, the, the, the Sambas Islands, the... Uh, the, the middleman that 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 organized the, the trip and we had some extra questions again you did it through whatsapp and that's so obviously superior uh to calling people or sending emails and it's actually a a cool thing uh about the fact that whatsapp you know just uses your phone number as the identifier has yeah. downsides as well but in in this instance it's, it's very much a an upside because you you know, you just see some some number on a website or whatever, and you can assume that they almost surely use WhatsApp. And if you're in Panama or one of the other countries that that do that, so that was probably one thing where I was impressed that wow, this is a more technologically advanced <laughs> society. Yeah, it's it's the WhatsApp. Uh, I mean, 
it's it's funny that how how, how unpopular it is in Poland. Yeah. Because uh, like uh, in Spain, for example, everybody uses WhatsApp yeah. everywhere. Also, the businesses advertise their WhatsApp number. Yeah. It's their WhatsApp number. You know. So it's uh, the WhatsApp is is and then you create groups on WhatsApp. There is if there is a birthday of your child, you create a group for the people who are invited, and you just post everything through the, in the group for WhatsApp. So everybody knows where the birthday is, what time, and whatever. So you don't send any emails. You don't you know send SMS messages to people or just call them. You just create a group. And, and and everybody understands that you know everyone understands the, the dynamic it's normal you mm-hmm. know that you do that so um, I have a bunch of friends in Poland and we we uh, and we were discussing the way to improve communication between each other and I was like yeah let's create a WhatsApp group and I was like not WhatsApp what's that I know how to do it they were so skeptical <laughs> about it it would I had to really like push through, you know, my salesy, you know, um, uh, gene, you know, to sell them on the idea that, you know, that, that, that we should we should do the WhatsApp. And then once we did that and they set up the WhatsApp account, like somebody was hesitant, hesitant of, of doing that. And we said, okay, so you're left out. I mean, you know, whatever. And then they would set up eventually anyway, the WhatsApp account. And then they were like, yeah, this is so cool. Yeah, of course it is. I was, I was, yeah. It's a, uh, it's uh, surprising that it, it didn't catch up, uh, uh, catch on, catch on so quickly uh, in in Poland. But actually, a, a few weeks ago, I, I had a, um, a thing I couldn't figure out uh, with, with with my bank. Actually, also in relation to uh, to the trip, because I I, I needed um, U.S. dollars because Panama uses U.S. dollars, and I, I so I wanted to to get U.S. dollars from my US dollar bank account, right? In the past, I would just go to a, a currency exchange, but if I exchange on the internet, it's, it's cheaper, but I, I never before figured out how to how to get that money out, right? I found an article on the internet, but I, I still couldn't figure it out. And so I'm going to contact, and I'm already dreading this situation, like, uh, like uh, writing an email and waiting for a response, that sucks. Calling sucks. And they they hold use the line, hold the line, uh, yeah, hold the line. It's the worst, <laughs> right? And like I, I hate calling. Like calling is the worst, just in general. I, I don't call people, right? And they they used to have this this on website chat system, which is also terrible. It it wanted like Silverlight. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Microsoft yeah. Flash mm. thing. I mean, that's also terrible. And 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 like you do it through the website, you close the tab, you forget. It's terrible, right? And I was pleasantly shocked to see that they offer customer support through Facebook Messenger, which is a thing that everybody uses in Poland, not WhatsApp. Yeah, but it's Facebook Messenger in Poland. And so I was a bit skeptical, but it it sounds hey that that sounds like a much better idea. And I wrote them, and someone very quickly replied to me. And like it's 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 easier than calling. It's e- it's it's easier than than emailing. And because it's already in an app that that you use, then you'll see the response quickly. And so it, it worked really well. And then when we were in in Panama, I I paid in I tried to pay in, in some supermarket with my US dollar um, credit card, and they it the, the the first charge was declined, and then it went through, and kind of. Uh, I had an inclination to look at my phone to to, to check, and it charged me twice, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the store manager wouldn't want to, um, to 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 give me my money back. So okay, I, you know this credit card. There, there's this chargeback thing I've never done before, but it's supposed to work. So I'm trying to figure out how to how to do it. But you know, it's like because of the time difference. Again, calling would be super difficult. 
And so that's another advantage because I just, I, I, I texted my bank, which sounds ridiculous, on, on Messenger. And someone replied to me really quickly, which was amazing because it was 2 a.m. Polish time. And I knew everything I had to know. It was great. So what did you do? Um, they they asked me to 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 check if if the both of the transactions are are um, kind of resolved. I'm I'm not sure what was the correct word. Yeah. And one of them was, the other one wasn't. And they told me that un- until it's um, until the transaction is is actually completed, then you know it, it might kind of hold a log for up to 14 days. And before that's completed, you don't do anything. And uh-huh. if it's completed and it's still there then here's a link and look at that and here's an explanation and it just okay. disappeared so it, this is fine but you know it was it was great that I, I could be seven hours away um you know very difficult for me uh to 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 call my bank and someone helped me yeah that's that's really cool yeah the, the thing about facebook messenger what i what i don't like is first it's connected to facebook so um well so is uh, whatsapp yeah, yeah, I know, I know. No, it's going to Facebook in a way that it's easier for me, like to switch to Facebook, kind of, you know, ah, and yeah. and then you know, and then there goes an hour of of your time. <laughs> so that's the, the so that's the thing. But second thing, <clears throat> Facebook is not encrypted. Uh, WhatsApp it is. Ah, that's right, that's right. So WhatsApp has like end-to-end encryption, and Facebook does not. And I heard people saying already that that when they were exchanging information through Facebook Messenger, later they would see the ads uh, in the in their timeline. Yeah, actually, I, I I told you that. As well. Yeah, you t- oh, yeah, you told me that exactly. Yeah. So, so um, mm, but I, I think some other person just recently told me the same. But anyway, that's why um, I prefer the WhatsApp. I, I just feel s- more secure using WhatsApp. You know, I know it belongs, yeah. it belongs to Facebook, but it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of more secure. And um, but the funny thing is that when you when when we uh, established WhatsApp, also in my family, people mm-hmm. who didn't have WhatsApp, they quick they quickly felt um, you know out so they really quickly <laughs> you know caught up and and signed signed up for whatsapp and then life was good ever since so. yeah this is the, the first time I, I signed up to whatsapp because i i quickly realized that in panama it might be necessary uh and so we'll see if if i can co- convince some people around me to use it as well the the downside of it is it's mobile only yep so uh with with uh, messenger you can download a Mac client or use it for the No, website. there is a Mac client. Really? There is a Mac client. It uses, I think, Bluetooth uh, to communicate through your <laughs> phone. So I have my okay, phone here. Stupid. Yeah, I know it's stupid, but it works. I have my WhatsApp client right now open on my Mac. And I and when I'm sitting here, I just type in things. So it's faster than the mobile thing. Hmm. So there's a Mac client for WhatsApp. Hmm. There's no iPad client for the WhatsApp. There's a <laughs> Mac client. So it's crazy. But uh, but yeah, but it works. All right. I, I doubt I'd be able to convince anyone to, to use WhatsApp over Messenger, but we'll see. 